What's going on, all you nostalgic Dora the Explorers? Since oh, we, just, since we, we just, just watched it. We just watched the trailer. So it was fresh we, on mine. And we were unimpressed. Yeah, I, I'm not impressed. But kids, anyway, kids will like it. Kids will like it. Families will have fun. Swipers will swipe. You know. Yeah. It is. I didn't see Swiper in it. If there's not talking animals in I this, didn't watch then it that why long, are we though. even doing it? Why? That's and true. to my right, the man who is all uh, just a big bundle of of freeze yeah. wrapped up in a... I'm cold, so I'm wrapped up in a blanket. In a blanket. As we do this podcast. Christian Fletcher. That's right. Kendra, are you cold as well? Kendra Mickles, everyone? Uh, at the moment, no, but it is very cold outside. So, hi, everyone. I'm cold. <laughs> Hi, I'm cold. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what, I I am about at a two right now as far as my level of energy. All right, looks like Christian like, and I will carry the podcast. We went to that we went to that concert and we didn't get back home until five AM. So Wow. Yes, it was a long, long it was, night. It was a little far away. It was. It's about. It was about two, two and a half hours what from band where we lit. No idea. Couldn't tell you the name. Yash. Yost. Yost. You went Yost. to a concert Yost. forever away for a band that you didn't know who they were. Yes, and I had a great time. It was fun. <laughs> I went with friends. I I laughed. I loved. It doesn't, you know, I'll do anything as long as friends are involved. So I just went, they, we had some buddies who were, who knew who they were and enjoyed it, but I did not uh, know any of the bands. Hmm. So, what a good time. So it was a good time. Yeah, it was a good time, even though I, it was really late. So. I had a similar experience. I went to an uh, opera this week and it was over three hours long. <laughs> Oh my god. I didn't get home till after eleven. <laughs> that sounds that does sound really terrible. No, it wasn't terrible. It was very good. It was the marriage of Figaro, which I had never seen like the full thing before. And the plot to that is pretty crazy. Um, but the I mean, all the singing was fantastic and they did a really good job. But I wasn't ready for three hours, so by the end of it, I was I was out of out of all steam. Um, You're like, oh boy! It was very good, very good. So, gotcha. Uh, speaking of things, our elf eyes have seen. What have your elf eyes seen? Legolas, what do your elf eyes see? Besides uh, the back of your own eyes. Well, <laughs> well, actually, I've seen uh, get them out, and I wanted to talk to you, but. I couldn't. So, um, as far as TV shows, I started Fargo season three, and I enjoy it so far. I'm on episode five. Um, have you seen season three? I is season three the one with uh, what's his face? Ewan. Yes, Ewan, Ewan McGregor. Yeah. I yeah. have seen like the first two episodes, I think. Oh. And then why'd I, you stop? I don't know. I. I don't know. I think I started watching something else and then I just haven't gone back to it. Well, I um I really have enjoyed enjoyed it so far. Like I said I'm only on episode um episode 5. It it it's good. 
Ewan McGregor's really good. I mean, he's playing two two characters. He's playing like twin brothers, um, and he's he has done a really good job of it so far. Um, he so, won an award for that. Did he? Yeah. Well, that makes sense because he's he's doing a pretty good job. Um, the guy who I think has been is um, who is really really convincing is um, I don't know how you say his last name, David. The the guy from Harry Potter. Oh, uh-huh. Hey, do you know how to say his last name? I'd have to look it up. T-H-E-W-L-I-S. Thules? I don't know how you say that. Thules. Thules. Anyway, he, his character is so, like, it's so eerie, and he just has played it really well, so I've enjoyed that. Yeah, um, he's, he's, like, like weird and creepy right it keeps like showing his teeth and stuff yes i just got to the part where he comes in and is like i'm taking over your business what are you gonna do about it yeah right that's where i stopped so i don't know what episode that was yeah i well a couple things kind of uh, i've realized watching this one i haven't watched a show on tv on tv not a netflix or a hulu or anything like that original show in a a while so there's some things that if it was uh you know it's 10 episodes there's some things that you probably could tighten up a little bit um with doing kind of eight episodes you probably could condense it down but it's still really good and i've i've enjoyed it so um can't complain too much about it um i finished the gundam gundam build fighter um, and that was pretty good. I mean, it's pretty entertaining. Short, twenty-five episodes. Um, blew through it. Definitely anime, but um, as somebody who's a Gundam fan, it's very enjoyable. I think. I mean, it's it's definitely like uh, they pay homage to all all the series. Did the end surprise you at all? Or no, it no, it's predictable. Well, it's anime, and so you know what's going to happen. Either they the power of love involved. No, but believing in oneself to overcome even the mightiest of Gundams can can do can change the world. So it was fine. I mean, in that, it's fine. It's what you expect. So um, I didn't really have a problem with it. And then I still have just been watching Grand Tour uh, as that comes out every week. And then I've continued to watch Letterkenny, um, and I'm sure Christian will have more to talk about that. But that's just, it's kind of a, been a really funny show to watch and get into, so I've enjoyed that. Um, I finished John Adams, finally. So it took about me about six Woo! years to read that book. So, um, yeah, it felt really good to put it up on the shelf for good. So, um, so yeah, that was good. And then Kendra, I've saved the best for last. Okay, so I shocked the world, <laughs> and I watched Thor Ragnarok. What? You hadn't yeah. seen it? No, it's no. It's so of cor- good. <laughs> of course I hadn't seen it. So here's what happened. I my One of my buddies really wanted to go see Captain Marvel, or Marvel, as I should say. Um, and then I... Is that for real? Yeah. Marvel. Christian, let me explain. Yes, Christian. <laughs> so, so I was like, well, I don't really watch Marvel movies. I don't really like them. And he was like, well, which ones have you seen? So, a couple things that I'm I'm 
I, number one, I loved Thor Ragnarok. I thought it was so funny, and I was I watched it by myself, and I laughed a lot. It's so um, good. And so, yeah, I really, really enjoyed everything about it, um, which I, I can say that that is the first time that I've ever said that about a Marvel movie. Um, nice. So when so, a friend tells you that you'll like a movie, you'll watch it. But when yes. I say Thor Ragnarok is great, nothing. That's absolutely correct. <laughs> um, and I I will not apologize for that. It um, is very good. But I watched it by myself as well a long time ago. But so ago. I I don't know. It, it was it was fun. It was funny. I I loved the 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 rock guy, whatever his name was. Yeah, that was a uh, uh, that's Taika Waititi. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that so, character's so funny. So and Kate Blanchett is great. Yeah, I thought she was good too. I loved uh, Aomir. He's good in just about everything that he that he does. I yeah. think I haven't seen him in anything that I um, that I hate. Um, and so it, I. I loved his whole destroy Des and Troy together. They destroy. Um, so anyway, we I watched that, loved it. So I kind of was like expecting to enjoy Captain Marvel, and I didn't really enjoy it that much. I thought it was fine. It, I think the problem, and I'm. I, I think I'm willing to walk walk back on my stance of Marvel as being like I hate it. It's all the same. Like Thor did not feel the like Ragnarok did not feel the same. It felt very unique, very different. All the jokes were uh, like just perfect in in every way. So, but I think the mood like the I don't the origin films where it's like the first Thor or the first Iron Man or the first Ant Man or any movie that's introducing a new character, I think I have the hardest time focusing on or getting anything out of it. Right. Uh, well, they can be rough because you know it's an origin story, so nothing, yeah. nothing's, like, they're not going right. to die, they're not going right. to, you know. And as somebody who who doesn't really care about, uh, you know, I don't, I never read comics, and I don't have any back story to these so i don't really care about that you know what i mean so i thought marvel was i thought brie larson was is a good actress but i think I, and it might be because i saw thor ragnarok and then the next the next night i went to see this but i didn't think she was funny uh when she was trying to be i like her I, like I, I liked her i'm not saying like it was she was bad i think she was she did a good job i'm just saying like she, I didn't think she was funny as a as a leading funny person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I I thought there was some lazy writing involved. <clears throat> and then I just kind of felt. I think that's what I've realized is like the the origin stories and and the first ones for me aren't they don't really do much. Um, so yeah, it was it was a uh, it was I was pleasantly surprised with Thor Ragnarok. Um, so hey, I'll take it. I I really really enjoyed it. Um, and so I don't know if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go back and watch any of them, but I think I've seen over half of them. 
I looked at the list of all the Marvel movies, and I think I've seen like I mean, there's like what twenty or something like that. Yeah, I think I've I seen like, I think I've seen like twelve of them or something. So I've seen a good amount, but I don't know if I'm going to go watch Civil War, Black Panther, or any of those that I haven't seen. So well, Civil so. War is fantastic. Black Panther also well, I'll fantastic. Have to, I'll have to ask. My yeah, friend. ask your friend. <laughs> Infinity War is the only one that. If I've you're really going watched. to watch, if you're going to watch one of the Avengers movies, I would say either Civil War or Infinity War. Yeah. I mean, the first one is fantastic. Uh, the second one with Ultron is just okay. Then Civil War is again fantastic, and then Infinity War. You know. Is yeah, what it is. So. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Well, it, all in all, I think that I've had, and also I was I realized after looking through the list that all the ones that I've seen have either been kind of in the beginning of of the Marvel universe. So like I've seen Iron Man, Iron Man Two, Thor, like all of those. Yeah. Uh, kind of the setting up of the universe and then there's a gap where I didn't see anything and then I saw like Guardians and Guardians 2. Well, so, if you're going to see Endgame, then you have to see Infinity War. Yeah, yeah, I figured. So, I just it, it was it was a pleasant surprise to have to walk back from from my stance on like Marvel's all the same, it sucks, I hate it, it's boring. So, yeah, <laughs> I enjoyed it. So, Nice. That is all that my elf eyes have seen. I know that took a while. So, but Kenner, what have yours, your eyes seen? Uh, not too much. I started a new book. Um, DC is doing a series of books called uh, DC Superhero Icons. Um, so they've done a Superman, a Batman, a Wonder Woman, and a Catwoman. Uh, and I am reading the Catwoman one right now because. Eric, Nick, and our friends Nick and Hillary have read the other three, and we're going to do a podcast on all the books about, like, where we're each going to share uh, about each of them. And uh, I'm liking it so far, so that's good. Um, I didn't really watch anything, but yesterday we went to the theater and saw Shazam, because Fandango, it's not out it's not fully out for another two weeks, but Fandango was doing a, if you're part of their VIP club, then you can buy tickets to this early showing. Um, so we went to that, um, and it was good. It was, there's not as much, there is some action, but it's more just like funny stuff about how he's, you know, a kid who's like in this super body. Um, Right, right. But I did like the ending. Um, I think our biggest complaint was that the uh, the villain, there's like a whole scene where the villain and the things with the villain like brutally murder a bunch of people. And it's tone-wise very different than the rest of the movie. <laughs> so we're like, gotcha. is this isn't really like... Like, you wouldn't call this, like, a family-friendly movie fully. I mean, parts of it are. Um, and the message of the movie is very family-friendly, but parts of it are not family-friendly at all. So that was a little confusing. But I did laugh a lot. I thought uh, Zachary Levy was funny. 
um, and uh, all the other uh, kids were funny as well. The villain uh, was good. He did a good job. So mm. I would say worth the watch on that one. Yeah, I might, I might go see that. Hmm. I've thought, of, I've thought about it. It's fine. But, um, okay. And and the ending is good. So, but again, it is an origin story. So. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I'll have to see if my friend likes it. Yeah. <laughs> before before I go. Yeah. Well, it's out uh, in two more weeks. So, get ready for that. And then gotcha. uh, on Friday night, Eric and I watched "I Love You, Man" with Paul Rudd. And Jason Siegel. Is that good? Oh, that is... I I like that movie. Yeah, I like it too. I hadn't seen it since... I mean, it's been a very long time since I've seen it. And he had never seen it. And he was like, is it good? Is it funny? And I was like, yeah, it's funny. It's not... It's not, like, drop dead hilarious. But there are some funny parts. And it's got, like, heart. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, so, that, yeah. That was like one of those movies that like every guy had seen in high school and yeah. every guy like made reference to it. It was, it was almost like, face. yeah, like a, like a, uh, like kind of how super bad was. Yeah. Like everybody had seen it. Everybody was joking about that. it. So. I've never seen super bad. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've seen parts of it, but not all of it. Right. Right. So, anyway. but yeah. Anyway. Christian, what have your elf I seen? Basically, South Park and Letterkenny are the two. I'm on the last season of South Park. Woo. So I'm like three three episodes in. And then I'm on season three of Letterkenny. And that show's really funny. It's very weird. Like, I, I would say it's a lot different than most other shows I've seen. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to follow because it's weird all... how? It's it, well. It's about, Canadian. It's about weird because it's a Canadian. small town in Can in Canada. In Canada. In Canada, and uh, they all they talk kind of like fast in the show, um, so it's like sometimes hard to follow like what they're saying. Yeah, it's a lot of like. It's all about work. It's all about the way they say things right, in the show, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, and there's things that they say that I don't understand. Like, I don't understand what things mean or, like, there's, like, these two hockey players that abbreviate everything, and I don't really get what they're saying half the time. <laughs> but right. it's still funny, hmm. so. Yeah, they say buddy there a lot. Buddy, A, and uh, what was the other one? What, they, oh, pitter-patter. He says pitter-patter, like, all the time. What part of Canada is it? Ontario. Hmm. It's just It's, like, a small town in Ontario. And they just, it's just about their daily lives. They're all like farmers. Yeah. They like one works on a dairy farm. Another guy is, is a farmer and they're just, it's like a small town. It, what I would imagine it would be, now I've never seen Portlandia, but I would imagine it is a Canadian rural version of Portlandia. Oh my word. Portlandia is so funny. It's not like, I know Portlandia does like sketches and stuff. It, they don't it's like a, it's just a straight story nice. but but it's um you know what i mean just as far as like uh like a show about a town and how they are in this town if that makes sense yeah yeah and there's like a group of meth heads i think my favorite group in the show characters in the show right now 
there's like a group of like meth heads that like they're just very bizarre. Like they yeah. say all these crazy things. Yeah, they're funny. <laughs> Arcadia. <Yeah>. It's like <laughs> they talk. They talk like fast, and they're just like I mean, they're on meth, so they're like wild. And yeah. Bizarre. Now I just think they're just like druggy, like weirdo types. Yeah. I don't think they're on meth anymore. Yeah, but but like you're first introduced, they're like all on meth, and they're all like crazy. Yeah. And like um, they're like they all wear black and they like danced uh like hardcore music. <laughs> One guy always screamed and answer like he was in a metal band. He'd be like he'd either scream somebody's name or like he'd be like, No <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the leader is very like uh he looks like the AFI lead singer kinda. Of. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like very flamboyant and like always saying these like bizarre things. So I'm enjoying that. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I've seen. Nice. Is that it? That's, think that's I it. Think. Wow, look at that. Look at that. Well, why don't you go ahead and break us break us off a piece of the fancy feast? Break me off a piece of that fancy feast. It's a cat food. Nailed it. The fanciest of feasts. All right. This is the fancy feast, which is the nostalgic news portion of our show. Uh, Several trailers to talk about. Um, We got another Avengers trailer. Uh, It comes out next month. But I mentioned this trailer because basically what it was is they there were like voiceovers of the characters saying stuff, but they kept showing scenes from like the first time we ever saw those characters and then showing them now so it was like you know where they started and where they are in this movie um so it it fills you with a lot of like wow we've been watching these characters for like so many years and they've like gone from here to here um and now probably some of them are gonna be dead forever uh so uh it's a good trailer and i am i'm pumped for for Endgame, I'm I'm excited to see how it's gonna end. Um, I'm sure I'm gonna be emotional when some people die, but I'm I hope they all die. <laughs> um, we also got a trailer for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh yeah, I oh, watched that. Yes, yes, that looks good. Very excited. Yeah, it looks. Uh, it's interesting because I know they're gonna deal with the Manson murders in the movie, but they're. And I guess I missed it, but I guess Manson is in the trailer, but I, I missed it, but it seemed like more like fun and upbeat than that, you know? Yeah. It felt very Tarantino. I mean, they didn't really, I, I mean, from what I remember, it really didn't focus on the Manson stuff. No, it didn't say anything about it. No. Except that I guess Manson was there, but I, I missed it. If he yeah. was there, so. Yeah. Um, but uh, Margot Robbie is playing Sharon Tate, who, as we know, gets brutally murdered by Manson people. So yeah. Uh, so that is coming out. I think we're up to three movies now that are coming out about the Manson murders or have something to do with the Manson murders because there's another <laughs> movie coming out called Charlie Says. Um, where Matt Smith is going to play Charles Manson and it follows like two girls who join the Manson cult and then start murdering people and stuff. Well, so 
Fun times. Interesting. Fun, Fun times. Time. Yeah, I thought I had saw, seen a trailer for a movie about like Sharon Tate, like is like experiencing things before. Yeah. Well, we talked about that. That's the one with Hillary Duff. Oh yeah, that's we right. We talked about that one. That's the haunting of Sharon Tate. Gotcha. That so that's the third come movie. out yet. No, I don't think so. All right, we got a Toy Story four trailer. Oh yeah. Uh, looks like your typical Toy Story movie where they get lost and they have to find their way back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Basically a rebranded Homeward Bound is what <laughs> Toy Story is. <laughs> um, but it lo- looks fun. There's supposed to be some good voices and the main people are back. I like that we're getting like a cool Bo Peep storyline. That's pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, Bo, yeah, Bo love... Peep hasn't been too much of a character except to like kiss woody and yeah stuff so that's kind of fun yeah i uh i'm excited it seems like it's uh i mean toy story is probably the only disney animated property that i really care about so i'm excited for a fourth one um i don't necessarily know that i need a fourth one but i'm i'll go and watch it anyway so so it looks good uh, and last trailer, uh, we just watched it, the Dora the Explorer movie trailer. And it was funny because when I was looking for news, I was on AV Club and the article said, sadly, the Dora the Explorer trailer doesn't look weird at all. <laughs> 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 um, and it's that's true. It doesn't look it doesn't look weird. I mean, it looks like it's going to be just, you know. A yeah, a, a girl going through high school after yeah, that's an interesting, all her, it's an all interesting her time thing. in the jungle. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a weird angle. But uh, Michael Pena and uh, Eva Longoria are her parents, so that's fun. And then yeah, she... I like Pena. Yeah. She goes to high school, and she, you know, with her cousin Diego, and then they get captured and brought back to the jungle and then they have to survive and find her parents and all this stuff and you were just talking about uh do the animals talk apparently yes because guess who's the voice of boots the monkey uh ryan reynolds no i will give you a hint he's a famous hispanic actor that we were just talking about in our spy kids antonio no um oh no 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 the guy who plays machete Yes, Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo is the voice of Boots the Monkey. Oh my god! <laughs> because what is his career? <laughs> Why? So uh, that's fun. Why? How fun! Fun yeah. times. All right. Uh, let's see what to talk about next. Disney has purchased Fox. Did you know that? No. No, wait, 20, 20th Century Fox? Yeah, Disney has purchased oh, Fox. Oh, yeah, did that happen already? Well, it's official now. Oh, okay. okay. Um, and if you go to the Disney website, they now have Bart Simpson on uh, on their front page, and they have The Shape of Water on their front page. Uh, they have, you know, all the Fox stuff on there. <sighs> um, but already Disney has shut down Fox 2000, which is uh, a studio that's part of Fox. Um, they've done movies such as Love, Simon, The Hate You Give, Hidden Figures. Um, and that has now put uh, that was 4000 jobs that they terminated by shutting wow. down that studio. Um, oh. So Disney taking over the world 
Yes, they are. It's um, annoying. It's annoying. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Part of me is like, whatever. But part of me is like, you know, it's it's probably never good for one organization to own everything. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Monopoly. Monopolies. I'm still mad at Disney for several things, so. You know, them taking over more stuff doesn't make me feel better about them, you know. Yeah. But so, whatever. It's the way. Whatever. It's what's happening. We are officially getting a Bill and Ted 3 that's going to come out summer of 2020. Have you guys seen the Bill and Ted movies? I've seen the first one. Uh, but I did see that this was a um, this was happening. I saw Keanu Reeves in the... The other guy, Alex Winter. Yeah, they were like, it's official after all these years. Thanks to you, the fans, we're doing it. A third movie. Yeah, I've I've never seen Bill and Ted. I like the first one. I mean, it's a it's a fun, silly movie. You know, of these two guys who have to save the world by going back in time, and Keanu is at his his acting limits, you know, in a movie like this. <laughs> he's funny, so No, he's good. He's I mean, it's it's a good movie. So The first one, yeah. The first one is is funny and it's just it's fun to watch. I've never seen the second yeah. one. I hear it's I just either. okay. But yeah. Um, yeah. So we're getting the third one. So I guess I need to watch the second one. Um but I yeah. love when actors are game to like go back and do yeah, you know, stuff as as, done. as much as Keanu is not, I don't think a great. I mean, he's not, he's not a great actor. I mean, um, m- movies where he's his his best are like John Wick, where he's not asked asked to do a lot. I think, but I think those are fighting words. I think people would disagree with you. What <laughs> what in what way well, that he's those? a bad actor. He is a bad to actor. Those people, I love. I would like to point out all his terrible things of Point I, Break. Have, have you seen said. Point? I love Point Break. <laughs> I've never I, seen it. No. I love Point Break because of Patrick Swayze. You don't Keanu, think he's good in the Matrix? Absolutely not. He's dry. He's he's not that's the character. That's yeah. him. He's not, but he's the same character in everything. That's, I look. Listen, I love. I love Speed. I like the Matrix. I like yeah, the first. Yeah, he's good Matrix. at Speed. I like. I like Point Break. I the Replacements is literally top five favorite football movie of all time. But I'm saying he is not. A, he's not great. He's not. All right, I'm gonna put a poll. Have you seen on Dracula? Have you seen, have you seen yeah, Dracula? You need to watch he's Dracula. God awful in that. <laughs> my whole he point. He tries to have a British accent. Yeah, and it's and really it bad. Like very it's odd. really really bad. <laughs> my point is, is that he's not. He can act fine, but he's not. Uh, he's not versatile. He can't. But my my whole point was, is as as kind of that he is. He is very much like, I hear he's like one of the greatest and nicest people like you could ever meet. Yeah. Like he's very down to earth, like loves his fans. Um, so, yeah. I'm going to put, whole, I'm gonna put a poll on our Twitter. I didn't mean to start a fight on if Keanu Reeves is a good actor. I mean. I really like him in Hardball. <laughs> yeah, he's good in things. Yeah. But I'm not saying like, like Dracula is a great is a great, great 
I uh, think he's good in action movies. Look at where movies. he's at in his career. In though. action movies, he, I think it, he's at his best. But at the same time, action movies are not necessarily about you No, no. You he's know great I mean? in John Wick where all he has to do is be like, you killed my dog, and then kills like kills 90 like people with a pencil. Like, the, like the, And the training he did for John Wick was pretty crazy too yeah but i'm just saying like uh, he's not a he's not a a guy you want to tie your franchise to look at the matrix for example so that's all that's all i was trying i wasn't trying to start a fight kendra i found the last matrix to be very disappointing the after the first one they get disappointing i think Again, I'm putting a poll on our Twitter. People can answer there. What? Did, well, how did you phrase it? The poll on the Twitter. No, I'm going to. What are you going to write? I'm going to write: Is Keanu Reeves a good actor? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes or no. <laughs> it's not that black and white. <laughs> it's not. All right, it's moving like on from Keanu Reeves. Nick is a good actor, except us a little bit. Well, different. that the answer Nick to that Cage is no. Is not a good yeah, actor. The answer to that is no. He has some great moments. Have you seen National Treasure? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hate you so much. All right, moving on. The show Supernatural is ending after 15 seasons. Oh, my word. I didn't know. That's crazy. 15? 15. I, it's crazy that it lasted that long. Do you know? You don't know the following that Supernatural has. It has a very strong following so so much so that i am very surprised that it's ending because there are a ton of people who love it who just follow it so yeah so uh season 15 is gonna have 20 episodes uh and then it's gonna be done so we'll say goodbye uh, to jared padalecki what jensen ackles what uh what studio station does that cw ah it used to come on right after gilmore girls ah right i try to avoid the cw at all costs oh, yeah ever since they changed their name from the wb i just don't care <laughs> that's when that happened i said i'm done there's some okay stuff on on cw but i can't imagine anything that has the following that supernatural does but yeah anyway Aren't they like really big in like the Comic Con? I feel like Supernatural is like yeah. I think I think they do at a lot of cons. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. So goodbye, Supernatural. I don't watch you because you're too scary. Speaking of scary, my last bit of news uh, for the 40th anniversary of the Alien films, we're gonna get four shorts um, that are set in the Alien universe. Did you watch that trailer that I sent you? Yeah, I would definitely be watching that. Yeah, it does look. I'm I'm excited for that. It should be. That's a that's a cool universe that it definitely should have some extension on outside of Ridley Scott. I'm excited. Um, Do you know what it's gonna be on? Like what? How you watch it? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm reading right now. So this is on uh, IndieWire. But they're going to start screening them at fan conventions this week before officially premiering on May 3rd. So. Gotcha. I'm not. Oh, it's six shorts. I thought it was four. I thought it was four. I guess it's six. Oh. Um, but one is called Alien Alone, Alien Containment, Alien Harvest, 
Alien Night Shift and Alien Or. Let's see. Directed by Noah Miller, Chris Redding, Benjamin Howdshell, Aiden Bresnik, and uh, the Spear Sisters. Oh, an alien specimen directed by Kelsey Taylor. So if you want to read what each of them is about, the synopsis is on IndieWire. Um, so you can go there and read what each of them is going to be about. But looks pretty scary. Yeah, I'm excited. I think that's going to be a really cool thing. Wow. The six stories were chosen for more than 550 pitches and maybe the only alien we see for a while. The series is once again in limbo as there have been no significant developments on the sequel to 2017's Alien Covenant in some time. Mm-hmm. So, all right. That's all the news I have. All right. All right. So now. today for our, uh, today's a group nostalgia of the week, usually the fourth week we do a group nostalgia and uh after much texting on my part and very little texting on corbin and christian's part we decided (laughs) that we're going to talk about books that we read in high school yeah i'm not sorry for my lack of texting (laughs) it would just so much of it is just yes you did christian thank you Christian, be back. you're so good, Christian. I know. Bow before me. <laughs> I am good. <laughs> um, so I thought maybe we could each list uh, a couple books that we really enjoyed, and then maybe if you have any that you hated, because I know I have at least one that I hated, uh, we could oh. m- mention that as okay. well. I'm- So do you want to go, like, I'll say one, and then Christian says one, and then Corbin says one, and just go around like that? Yeah, I don't have, like, a physical list. Okay, yeah, Um, I'm just, I'm just remembering. But I, I, I I just got my Goodreads pulled up, so. I, but yeah, I can, I, we can do however you want to do it. All right, well, I'll pick one first. One of my favorite books that I read in high school was Their Eyes Were Watching God, uh, by, Zora Neale Hurston. Did you guys now, read this one? Now, is this books we read in high school as in like on our own or books we read in high school? Christian. I was in... thinking for school, but if you for school. if you have okay. non for oh, school ones. I don't know. My, my list is for school. Uh, mine is not because I, I do not know any of the books that I read for school. What? Honestly. Did you I, read, I, did you read uh, that one that everyone reads, but I never read? <laughs> what the uh, the one with the kids in the jungle living in the jungle. lord of the flies yes, lord, of the, lord of the flies of course oh I read yeah that. that okay the only books that i can remember that i read for school lord of the flies catcher in the rye that's it oh yeah catcher in the rye all right well do it however you want it but i'm thinking okay. i'm thinking for school um okay. so their eyes were watching god by zora neale hurston is very very good it follows uh janie crawford just basically on her on her life and i it's really stuck with me i liked that one and there was a 2005 film with uh halle berry that halle berry i've seen parts of so you guys didn't have to read that one no i've never heard of it what yeah (laughs) Um, i remember that was not in our curriculum (laughs) i remember you reading it but i never read it yeah well uh i it's i mean the right zora neale hurston is uh, you know a fantastic writer and uh so the writing is really good and then you know you really 
uh, feel for the character as she goes through, I mean, all the stuff that she has to go through. So, Hmm. yeah, very good. Do you have a book? Um, Well, I'll just get, since you mentioned it, Lord of the Flies... I actually have the DVD. I'll go. I'll go ahead and piggyback off of the movie because... on DVD. Oh yeah, <laughs> I have never read it. I I like. I was in. This is this is not a brag. I was in like the advanced. I was in like the super honors. <laughs> I, was super, in, super yeah. honors. I was in <laughs> advanced courses, so none of the books that she's read are going to be on our list. <laughs> well, I was in honors English, but the regular English class got to read Lord of the Flies and like To Kill a Mockingbird, and I never... Tequila? Tequila Mockingbird, and I never read those, and I th- always thought that was weird that I was in the honors English class, but we didn't read this like classic book that everyone reads in high school but anyway lord of the flies it's too you know the concepts are just too base for (laughs) something at at this point in an honors english class oh well i was gonna say with with lord of the flies i I mean it is a classic but you know at this point in life it's overdone you know of 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 like people and how society works without rules, and I mean that's the premise of the book is how how will we act when law there's no law, um, which has been done. So I I remember enjoying it, but I also remember being like, God, just let this be done. And I got so tired of Piggy and his oh. his asthma, as they called it. Oh yeah, so <laughs> his asthma. <laughs> so, yeah, Piggy definitely especially in the movie is like the you're world. like glad to see him go honestly <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's very like, annoying god but uh um i actually i guess we can go ahead do you want to like do what we rated it on goodreads oh, so i've sure. rated this three i've rated this three stars on goodreads so i, I did the same which out means of five I, right yeah, yeah three out of five so i liked it but i didn't love it never go back to it I'll never I'll read ne- it again because it. the concept is like, I just feel like once you read it once, there's like not a point to reading yeah. it again. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I do like, I mean, it is a deep thing. Weeping yeah. for the loss of innocence at the end. Yeah. When they realize what they were. Right. But, you know, at the same time, the process to get there, it's exciting the first time, not not after that, I'd say. Like, I still remember everything that happened. There's not, it's not a very eventful story, I'd say. Yeah. Overall. Do you think I should read it since I've never read it? Like, is it worth the read? I, I mean, I don't know. It'd be worth it just to know, have read it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's probably, it'd probably be worth it if you get interested in reading the classics or whatever. Mm hmm. I do like a good classic. Check it off the list. It's fast, too. Like, it's not... It's a pretty easy read. That's probably why it wasn't in your <laughs> honors class. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, fast. Kendra, you're so... It's like 12 chapters, I think. Corbin, it was that your your choice for this round, too? <laughs> or do you oh. have another one? <laughs> no, no, no that, that's my choice. Because okay. that's, that's the one that I remember the most. I mean, I read Catching the Rye. I understand Catching the Rye, but I can't. I don't really remember much about it. Other I than... did not understand Catching the Rye when I first wrote it, or when I first read it. I remember being 
confused. I don't know why, but I was, I mean, it's written so well, but I was like, I don't understand what's going on. I don't understand what we're supposed to be, like, what am I supposed to be picking out from this book? Um, right. But it's good. I mean, I by the end of it, I it's, was like, okay, I like it. But Yeah, I think it's very, if you don't have a good, I think in high school, if if you don't have a teacher, a good teacher who kind of keeps you on the path of understanding everything that's yeah. going on, you're not going to. Well, because and it, I, it, it, I did. It can look like just a, just like a, okay, what is this even about? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Hmm. And my teacher, uh, shout out to uh, Miss Russell, who has written her own book at this point. Um, I'll have to look up what it's called in a second. But uh, she she did really help. And by the end of it, I was like, okay, I'm on board. Like, I like this book. But when I first started reading it, I was very confused. Yeah. Uh, well, my next book that I really love is called The Power of One by Bruce Courtney. Um, very long book. And I'm going to go ahead and admit that I did not finish it. <laughs> what's it What's it called? The Power of One. I've never heard of that one either. Yeah. Well, let me tell you man. what it's about. Cause I, man, I'm on you, it. On, you honor students. <laughs> I gave it five stars, uh, but here's the book description on Goodreads. In 1939, as Hitler casts his enormous cruel shadow across the world, the seeds of apartheid take root in South Africa. There, a boy called PK is born. His childhood is marked by humiliation and abandonment, yet he vows to survive and conceives heroic dreams, which are nothing compared to what life actually has in store for him. He embarks on an epic journey through a land of tribal superstition and modern prejudice, where he will learn the power of words, the power of transformation to transform lives, and the power of one. Oh. It's very good. And I I really regret that I never finished it in high school, and I own it, and I do plan to finish it. Um, a very good book. I would highly recommend it. It is very long, but uh, yeah. That sounds interesting. Yeah. Uh, next. <laughs> okay, well, I am going... <laughs> you, Kendra, you probably read this one. Um, Tuck Everlasting. <laughs> you know what? I never did read Tuck Everlasting. Oh, wait. Oh, maybe real? I did. The, I'm sorry. I there just, was a movie I, that, that came out. That is not what I expected <laughs> at all from Christian. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I used to have it. There's a one line in this where she says something like, you let that child bay. And I would randomly say that like all the time <laughs> in fifth grade. Gotcha. Probably even said it to you guys at some point. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they made a movie about this. And I remember Kendra was being obsessed with the movie, so that's why I thought you had read it. I did really like the movie, but I I can't remember if I read it actually. I am not sure about that. Well, I thought the I honestly I thought the book was book. pretty good. I rated it a three stars. Solid, yeah. a solid three. This You'll is know, just, you uh, won't go back to it. I'm gonna save my favorite books for the end. So. Yeah. Right now, I'm just casting my threes aside for threes and twos. Your threes and twos. But yeah, Tuck Everlasting. Nice. Corbin? Uh, I read a book on my own, not from not for school, called My Side of the Mountain in high school. Oh, yeah. I remember uh, you reading that. I, it was good. It was okay at some points. I loved Gary Paulson and Hatchet and... 
all of those books and I wanted it to be like that and it wasn't. Um, but it was still good, but it was written like, I don't even know how, like it was, it, you could tell it was just kind of old how it was, how it was written and everything. Mm. And so there's some dry, I remember being like, this is really, really dry. I just want to get, get it done with and over with. And, um, but the thought of living in the woods and being a kid and just living on your own, um, and he like trains a falcon, which is awesome. Um, and he just learns to live off the land. Um, so I, I, I enjoyed that of it. There's some really, really dry parts in it, but all in all, I remember really enjoying it. Nice. And that is written by Gene, Gene George. What's the title again? My Side of the Mountain. I haven't heard of that one. Um, So yeah, I gave it a three star. So nice. Good. Won't go back to it. But Hatchet, man, I'd go back to it all the time. Yeah. I never read Hatchet. Oh, there's like five of them, and uh, me and I remember me and Dad read those when I when you had to do like reading for school. We I think we read all of them together, and I, I loved I loved those books. <laughs> he like he has to like fight a moose at one point, and he's like getting. I, it's all of it was so cool. I just thought, man, how, like what would you do? How to survive in in the wilderness if a plane crashes, you know. So, anyway. Anyway, what about you, Kendra? Um, man, I don't know what to... Okay, I think I'll go with uh, The Great Gatsby. Oh, oh, that's one of my top on my list, actually. Um, And I really liked reading it in high school because, again, I had a great teacher who really... Like, what I loved about this book is that there's a lot of stuff that, like means other things like you know the the billboard that has the the eyes uh means things and uh you know the connections between the characters and i loved just like delving in and like figuring out oh this actually means this and this means this um and it's it's such a good story too so yeah Yeah. i really enjoyed the. i like the story i like the movie they did with uh leonardo with Leonardo. I saw yeah, that. I liked it too. In the theater with your sister. So it was my dad. Mm. But so, yeah, that's actually, I, I rated that a four. I, I also really gave it, it a four. Four out of five. I didn't love it, but I liked it a lot. I think if I, I think <laughs> but if I, I really liked it. If I had read it on my own, I don't know that I would have liked it as much, but getting to like discuss what it was about and uh, all that really helped me to like it and uh we also read another we read a short story by f scott fitzgerald called the diamond as big as the ritz and that was really good too it's one of my favorite short stories so love that f scott fitzgerald love it love it all right next all right um i will go with let's see sorry i had to refresh Christian. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Oh, man. Oh, you now, got to read I, that for school? I read that at school in fourth grade. Wow. That wow. was our book in fourth grade. Must be nice. Um, <laughs> but I really am not all that into this one, to be honest. I rated it three stars. Mm. I think it's because, you know, throughout the years, I just feel like, you know, I liked the story when I was a kid, but the... Uh, that one is just so overplayed 
in a way. I understand. Like, I get what you mean. I think I had originally rated it higher, but you know, now when I look at that story, I'm like, I never want to read that one again. Well, it's very, for a long time. it's very oversaturated now. Like the yeah, we've, we've gotten a like lot of it. Really allegorical. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, okay. I mean, I appreciate that in some ways, but I'm also like, you know, I appreciate it more when I was younger and reading it now, I think I would be less interested in that story. So, but yeah, yeah. we read that one. That was the only one we read in school. Corbin. Um, Corbin. Um, so I read Band of Brothers on my own. So I, all of this is on my own. I, I really do not remember any other book that I read for school <laughs> other than those two. I don't think, honestly, I don't think I read, I don't think I read a lot of books. Like, I don't think I was assigned a lot of books mm. in high school. I, I had to, re- like, we read, like, short stories and plays and stuff, but I don't think we ever, like, got assigned books or ones that I care to remember about. But anyway, um, I read Band of Brothers in high school, um, which is the based on, well, the miniseries is based on the book um, that is HBO that was, like, Spielberg and, and Tom Hanks and all that stuff um, who produced it. But yeah, I love Band of Brothers, the miniseries, and I got it one Christmas, I think, and became really watched it a lot. And then I ended up getting the book and read it. And I, from what I remember, I enjoyed it. It, it, it just goes into a greater greater detail about uh e-company and like their whole their whole journey through the war they were the uh the first like airborne in world war ii and they were they literally went from normandy all the way to hitler's uh eagle's nest which is like his his castle i guess you could say his fortress type deal so when the war ended they they uh, took that over. So it's a really interesting read. Really enjoyed it. Uh, it's written by Stephen, Stephen Ambrose, who is a great World War II historian. So, yeah, I gave it – I think I gave it four stars. So, yeah. I remember you reading that. Yeah, I loved it. I, I really enjoyed getting into that. So, hmm. And little fun fact, that was one of Michael Fassbender's first roles was in – was in Band of Brothers, and you only see him for, like, a second in a huh. bar. Also, Tom Hardy's very first. He's the guy who's having sex with a German woman. For real? Oh, yeah. Huh. So. Do you want to do one more round of ones we like and then ones we didn't like? I've got th- uh, I've got three that I hated that I would like to mention. <laughs> um, Y'all can... I don't necessarily... Know that I have anything that I don't that I don't like, but yeah. I'll, just, I'll just keep going. So, uh, in I want to say eleventh grade, we again same teacher. Shout out to Miss Russell. We um, she assigned each of us a short story, and we had to read that short story and do like an in-depth analysis of it and then teach it to the class, basically. And so we, but we had to read them all. Um, before they were presented. So we read a lot of really cool short stories, but one of them that has really stuck with me is called Where Are You Going? Where Have You Been? by 
Joyce Carol Oates, who uh, I met. She came to the library here and did a talk, and I got to meet her, and she signed my book, and that was very exciting. Um, but it is a, it's really a creepy story of this girl who um, kind of takes her family for granted, um, doesn't really like them, and she there's a lot that happens, but she goes to the drive-in, and there's this guy there who kind of, like, eyes her up. And then the next day, her family goes to this barbecue, and she doesn't want to go, so she stays home by herself. And that guy comes over and basically is trying to, like, make her come outside and go with him. Uh, and, yeah, so it's very, it's very good. Uh, it's, it's creepy, but it's, it's good. Um, (laughs) it sounds kind of creepy. Yeah. I loved a lot of the short stories that we had to read for that project. Uh, but yeah, that one, that one is, I always remember what happened in that one. So Christian. All right. So my favorite book that I ever read in high school was probably the turn of the screw by Henry James. You know, I never feel like I've talked about this. I've never read it either. before, but yeah, it's the reason that I think um, the lady in, in black is so creepy or mm. woman in black or whatever mm-hmm. that movie was called. Yeah. Um, basically, it's like a ghost story, depending on how you look at it, actually, it is either a ghost story or a story of some of the narrator being crazy. But you don't really know, oh, and it doesn't. I love really... I love books like that where you have like an yeah. unreliable narrator. Yeah, so it's all ba- it's all from like the story is told by the governess, who is like seeing ghosts and like seeing all these crazy things, um, and uh, she's like seeing the f- the former governess, like ghost of the former governess, which. Uh, we watched like a black and white movie of it, and it was so creepy. There's this one scene in it where she sees the old governess, and the old governess is standing. She's all dressed in an old timey like 1800s black dress, and she's standing in a swamp, just staring oh. at her. Oh, that's creepy. Oh. And it's in black and white, so it's like even it's like doubled creepy because <laughs> it's in like black and white, but. uh yeah, that scene will always stick with me. But yeah, I think that's a really good book. I I like. I mean, it's got mixed reviews. It's only got uh, it's three point four four stars um, on average, and it looks like people are are a lot of people are putting it as a four or three um, on Goodreads. Um, but I really. I think it can be, I guess, one of those divisive things, depending on how, if you like, you know, being, you know, are satisfied with really not knowing what was truth at the end of the story, you know, because you don't really, you don't know whether she is crazy. There's no, there's evidence for, for both cases basically mm. presented throughout the story. So I um, think Turn of the Screw, I think they made it into a musical. Or an opera, or no, I think it's a musical. Oh, for real. Mm-hmm. That's seen, cool. I saw uh, in college they did like a a thing where they did a bunch of scenes from different musicals, and there was one from Turn of the Screw. So, but yeah, that's my favorite book of of high school. I'd say. Mm. Wow, nice, Corbin. Do you have one more? 
Yeah, uh, actually, okay, I don't have any books that I didn't like, so I'm just going to keep saying books that I liked. Okay. Is that okay? Yes. Okay, well, actually, I, for whatever reason, this came to my mind, because I totally forgot about it, but I uh, actually really did enjoy this book, and we had to read it in the ninth grade, um, and that is Murder on the Orient Express. Oh, Agatha Christie. Um, we, yeah, I I enjoyed it. I can't remember me. who done did it, but um, did you I, watch the movie? Not the new one. Oh, I watched the old one. We watched the old one in class after we read it with with a very middle middle aged, <laughs> well, probably thirty year old uh, Sean Connery. Ah. So. Um, I can't remember who did it or what happens, but um, I just always loved. I mean, I like those kind of clue, um, who did it kind of a kind of a tale. So I remember really, really enjoying it. Um, Christian, so, have you? Do you know the ending of that one? Um, no, I have not read that book. Okay, then I won't say. I was so, going to say and then cut it out, but. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, um, that's a good pick. Yeah. So that actually might be my favorite that I had to read in school. So nice. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm just going to list all the ones I didn't like together. There's three that kind of stick out to me that I hated. Uh, one of them was Beowulf. Uh, oh, for real? You hated Beowulf? Yeah. Well, it's an epic poem. It's so long and so boring and so confusing, and I hated it. <laughs> I had to read it super quick because we moved to Okinawa the summer before I started my senior year, and they were like, hey, you have to read Beowulf and some other book before the school year starts. And I was like, okay. So I was trying to like r- rush through it, and you can't because it's an epic poem, and I hated it. Um, another one I hated was The Old Man and the Sea by Ernest Hemingway. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Have you read that one? (laughs) I actually think I have read it and I didn't even, I didn't like it at all either. Ernest Hemingway is just, his writing is not my, my cup of tea to begin with, but the story is just so frustrating because the old man goes out there he tries to catch that stupid fish. He almost dies doing it. And then he he loses the fish. And he barely makes it back alive. And it's like, what? Why? What is the point of this stupid book? So I hated that <laughs> one. Uh, and then the last one that I hated was The Heart of Darkness by Joseph Conrad. I, I can't explain why. I just hated it. I hated I'm it not, so much. I've not heard of that one. Me the neither. Heart of Darkness? Uh, there's a, there's a movie, it's a pretty, I mean, it's a classic, and I think a lot of people enjoy it, but it's, I mean, it's dark, but I just, reading it, it was boring, and again, confusing, I couldn't follow what was going on. I don't even think I finished it, actually, I was supposed to finish it, and I didn't. So, yeah, those are the three that stuck out that I just truly hated. Uh, also, update, uh, Eric apparently heard our keanu reeves conversation and he just texted me keanu is great they're dumb (laughs) (laughs) so he's wrong (laughs) 
Again, I can't explain. I love. I like a lot of his movies. I'm just saying he's not the the best actor. That's all. And he's not. He's very dry. <laughs> so. All right, Christian. Did you have any books you hated? I'm so tired of being of being crucified for <laughs> Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have um, the one of the books that. Like, well, most of the Shakespeare stuff I did not enjoy. So Macbeth and Julius Caesar and Romeo and Juliet. Oh, really? I was not into those. Mm. I, I think it was just because, you know, I can't remember what teachers I had for that. But I just, that whole thing was just very unenjoyable for me for some reason. I just didn't like any of them. Um, I also, I probably need to give this book a second chance, but Call of the Wild by Jack London. You shut up. That yeah, is a, I was going to say. That is a great <laughs> book. That I book remember, is so I remember trying to read good, it. Good, Christian. I remember trying to read it, and I every single page was just like hell. Oh, my God. But I think also we had to do some like crazy stuff for that class. Like It was like. I had to like read it and then write like a report on each chapter or something like that. There was just like a lot of work associated with that book. And I think by the end of it, I was just so glad. I didn't care for, I didn't care that much for white Fang, but call of the wild is again. So like, so I talked about hatchet Gary, Gary Paulson is like the YA version of Jack London in my opinion. So, Jack, I loved Call of the Wild. I thought it was so good. The wolves and how they hunted and man, you just I I love that kind of stuff in the in yeah. wilderness. I was in Alaska. Gr- I think I was in fifth grade. I just remember it being like there well, was you're like an a idiot, lot of Christian. work associated with that book. Yeah, so I think it was just probably because of that that I just well, had it's a really good book towards it. So, so you should re you should reread it. But yeah, one of my faves. That's probably my list. The Shakespeare stuff and Call of the Wild. <laughs> that's so that's so wow. Yeah, that's crazy. But oh, yeah, wow. I had totally forgot about that uh Ernest Hemingway story. I think somehow like we I don't think I is it a short book? Like that story? Uh yeah, it's pretty short. Okay, I feel like we like read that in class like out loud for like a week and I zoned the entire thing out the whole time. <laughs> so that's why I think it didn't, you know, yeah. pop up in my head that I'd even read it before. But I remember the story and being like, this is stupid. <laughs> Corey, what's your next book that you like? Um, I'm just going to go ahead and lump all of these into one because I in high school I got really really into C.S. Lewis and I read so much C.S. Lewis that I just ended up getting so burnt out on C.S. Lewis yeah. at one point but I read like I, I read all of his like his like apologetic stuff so Mere Christianity and uh, uh, The Problem of Pain and and uh all that stuff, and then I read Screw Tape. I think I started with Screw Tape, and then I read uh, 
The Great Divorce, and I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I think I've, I've only ever read The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and was it The Magician's Nephew? I think that's the one I read. Is that book yeah, one? Yeah, Magician's Nephew. Um, and so, yeah, and I, I don't, I don't really, I think I was so fascinated with screw tape because it's from the perspective of a demon that, uh, it just carried over and I had a buddy who was really into it as well. And so we were like every day talking about C.S. Lewis and like what stuff meant and like how it kind of was impacting our lives and everything like that. So, so C.S. Lewis was played a big role in my high school years as far as what I read. Um, because I, I literally read like six of his books and I mean, some of them are not easy to digest. So yeah. All right. Well, any other mentions before we move on? No, I think that's it. All right. Well, uh, in keeping with our, uh, literature theme today. We're going to be taking a quiz for our extra credit called Which Classic Character Literature Character Are You? Oh boy. <laughs> um, so this quiz is on Zimbio if uh, listeners would like to take it with us. Um, and I'm actually going to open it up on the computer so I can do it for both of you unless you guys want to look it up yourselves. No, you're fine. No, that's you good. Cool. All right. Are you ready? Yes, I was born ready. All right, how do your favorite books look? They're in pristine condition. They're a little ratty, but only because I read them so much. Half the pages are dog-eared, and I've written in all the margins. I have two copies, one for reading and one for looking at, or I hate books. Can I, I, this, this is so stupid of me that I forgot to talk about this book, but can I talk about literally my most nostalgic book from high school? <laughs> yes. The Hobbit! <laughs> what a good book. That the book Hobbit. is so good. That book is good. I, I literally picked, I ordered a copy, and I love my copy of The Hobbit. It is my my favorite copy of any book that I have. There's nothing to it. It's just a, a green hardcover book. But I love everything about it. The way it feels, smells, looks, everything. And I bought, I got it off Amazon when the news broke. I was a senior in high school when they said they they were gonna make um, the movies. So I read it because stupid me thought I had to hurry up and read it. It didn't come out until I was like a sophomore in college. <laughs> so, so, but that book literally, if I pick it up, I go back to reading that with friends in high school, and and uh, it's very nostalgic for me. Nice. So. Um, my books are, if my favorite books are in pristine condition. Christian? Um, my favorite books are in pristine condition, probably. Second question, where would you most want to live? Uh, the country, the city, uh, in a fancy, like, palace, uh, on a farm, or in, like, a quaint small town? Um, I, a palace sounds cool. That's where you'd most want to live? (laughs) I'd say a farm. Christian. (laughs) (laughs) Christian, Christian living on a farm. All right, how do milking you the, milking the milking <laughs> the teats of a cow every day? Right. How do you feel about the rules of society? I try to rebel against them. I respect them, but they aren't always right. Rules are a construct of the man. 
If you can't beat them, use them to your advantage. Or I'm too much of an individual for these rules you speak of. Uh, use them to your advantage. All right, I'll go with rules or constructs of the man. <laughs> it's a okay. good thing you live out in a farm with no rules. <laughs> How would your friends describe you? Quick-witted, resilient, honorable, creative, talkative, pessimistic, enigmatic. Probably talkative. Um, what's the last one mean? Enigmatic. I'm going to have to look that up, actually. I think, I think it means sexy. Yeah. Oh, if it means sexy, then it's that's not funny. what it means. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what it means. It means difficult to interpret or understand, mysterious. That, as a friend, yes, that's Christian. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with that. <laughs> All right. Uh, which club were you a part of in high school? Drama club, future entrepreneurs club, debate team, creative writing club, visual arts club. Clubs are for phonies. <laughs> Clubs are for phonies because I, was I wasn't in a club. Either. I wasn't in a club. <laughs> Clubs are for phonies. All right. On a scale of one to five, how much do you let the world see the real you? So five is an I'm an open book. And one is I hardly let anyone see the real me. How would you rate yourself? Uh, four. Two. Three. Okay, so. Three. Look at that. Uh, you witness a stranger being mocked by, the, by a group of bullies. What do you do? Jump in and defend? Make the bullies look bad. Uh, wait till the bullies leave and then I confront the person. Uh, depends. What's in it for me? Or nothing. Every man for himself. I would say, hey, bullies, get away. <laughs> I would join the bullies. I would point and laugh. <laughs> Christian probably would. <laughs> okay. I, think I, would, I would try to stick up for the person being bullied. Okay. It depends on who it is. That the person being bullied is capable of defending it's themselves. A, it's a younger version so, of yourself. So, Christian, would you say every man for himself? Oh, wow. <laughs> That's deep. <laughs> every man for himself, sure. Why not? Or, I was thinking about the other one, too. It's too late. I've already clicked it. Okay. Which party would you most want to attend? Uh, I, these are pictures, so I'm describing them. Like a great Gatsby-themed party. A yes. uh, Pride and Prejudice <laughs> old-fashioned ball. A uh, party, like, out at a barn. A uh, country, like, barbecue. Uh, Fourth of July family party. A book club party or no party. Oh, go Gatsby. <sighs> Gatsby's, like, the only cool option. Oh, yeah. You could just wear a suit and drink your drink your. Everybody wants to be at a Gatsby party. With, with those, those ladies and those... With right. the flappers. The flappers, the... that's what they're called. <laughs> Two more questions. What is your greatest flaw? I judge people too quickly. I have a hot temper. I get too focused on material things. I don't play well with others. I can be pretty stubborn. I hate it. I hate it when people cry. <laughs> I hate it when people cry. Um, stubborn. I put stubborn too. Kendra. No, I put stubborn. <laughs> All right. Last question. What do you value most in life? Family, friends, justice, money, love, happiness, independence. Justice. Family. <laughs> Christian, is that your real answer? Yeah, I'll go justice. with that. Justice. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> 
<laughs> All right, I'm going to tell you mine first. I got Atticus Finch from To Kill a Mockingbird. Tequila! Okay. Uh, so it says, you have a strong sense of morality and justice, even in the face of intense odds. A wise and empathetic leader, you are respected by everyone around you. You know what it means to stand for something, and that's what makes you so darn admirable. Atticus Finch. Mm. Corbin, you got uh, Jay Gatsby. Heck yeah. <laughs> you may have come from humble beginnings, but you definitely made your way in the world and you're not afraid to show off your success. You always get what you want, even if it means breaking the rules and hiding your true self. You're a romantic at heart and you'll do anything in pursuit of the person you love. Well, I just want all of y'all to know that I am now Leonardo. <laughs> uh, so... Christian, your answer is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Christian, you got Charlotte from Charlotte's Web. <laughs> I am the protector of all the animals. So it's uh, kind of compassionate. You use your skills to help those around you. You're clever and incredibly loyal to the people and pigs you love. Appearances can be deceiving, especially in your case, since you actually use those eight creepy legs to make the world a more special place. That is awesome. <laughs> well. Everybody loves Charlotte. Also, that that is bizarre that you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Uh, all right. The spider. Uh, Well, if you'd like to share your favorite or least favorite books from high school, uh, please, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us. Our email is nostalgiamethis at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at nostalgiamethis. Uh, and you can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud, so don't forget to rate and subscribe. Should we have a literary quote, uh, Um, to take us off today? What does, uh, what does he always say in in Greg Gatsby? Uh. (laughs) What does he always call the guy? Look at that there! Look at that! Here's a green light you can look at. No, what does he say to the, does he call people sport? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. What about that Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How about I read an actual quote from something? <laughs> well, well, Kendra, as somebody who's now Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert Redford, I will do what I want. <laughs> All right. Here's a quote from The Great Gatsby. Whenever you feel like criticizing anyone, just remember that all the people in this world haven't had the advantages that you've had. Mm-hmm. Man, man, I'm so glad that I said that. <laughs> All right, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, goodbye, everybody. Have fun with your tequila mockingbirds. <laughs>